ప్రేమ స్వరూపులారా ఎంబోడిమెంట్స్ ఆఫ్ లవ్ శాంతిని లోపల ఉన్నది కానీ బయట లేదు పీస్ ఇస్ విత్ ఇన్ నాట్ అవుట్ సైడ్ అవుట్ సైడ్ నో పీస్ ఓన్లీ పీసెస్ డియర్ లిస్నర్ సైరామ్ అండ్ గ్రీటింగ్స్ ఫ్రమ్ ప్రశాంతి నిలయం వెల్కమ్ టు అవర్ రేడియో ప్రోగ్రామ్ అవుట్సైడ్ ఇన్సైడ్ డీప్ ఇన్సైడ్ This is a segment of Radio Sai's Thursday Live hosted by Bishu Prosti. Today's episode was first broadcast live on 10th May 2018. Dear listeners, Sairam from Prashantinalem, the most happening place on the planet. As I always say, I'm Team Radio Sai's Bishu Prosti. and we are in the second week of may 2018 today is may 10th and the ishwarama day celebrations happened on may 6th in puttaparthi everywhere else in every sai center every sai home and there was a lovely program filled with very rich songs in the sai kulanthal if you have missed you can go anytime to our website radiosai.org and enjoy that presentation i'm so happy that in the previous episode of outside inside deep inside that we had on may 3rd 2018 we talked a lot about how mrs ratanlal took care of bhagwan's physical well-being like how mother ishwarama would do in fact i also mentioned how mr ramani has mentioned in an interview that if professor kasturi was active and alive when mrs ratanlal started taking care of bhagwan he would have definitely written a book on her just like he has written the book ishwarama the chosen mother I also shared with you many instances of how Swami loved to play with Mrs. Ratanlal in those early days of her association with Swami. In fact, there's another very beautiful instance. Mrs. Ratanlal knew that Swami liked Sita Fal, you know, the custard apple. So once she got a big lot of custard apples from Bombay and uh, she in those days had a lot of permission to take extra luggage because Mr. Ratanlal was a very influential person. and so she came straight to bindavan and she offered that box to bhagwan after she got that swami took that box and swami quietly went to the terrace of the bindavan residence of his residence and quietly mrs ratanlal says when he saw after a while swami coming down the staircase and there was something on his face it was so obvious that he had finished off all those custard apples and when Mrs Ratanlal spotted Swami Swami wanted to sort of go away from that place you know it it was almost like that mischievous krishna who didn't want to be caught doing a naughty thing it was like swami just wanted to leave that place and now mrs ratanlal was so happy seeing swami like that but she was wondering what happened to the seeds okay swami ate all the custard apples but what happened to the seeds so she went to the terrace and she saw that swami had kept all the seeds neatly in a cover and it was there in one corner of the terrace so she cleared the place and you know she was so satisfied but the whole thing is you know swami wanted to give her that joy it's not as if god has likes or dislikes it's not as if god likes butter krishna like butter krishna like curds it was just that Bhagwan wanted to give Yashoda that joy God give Gopikas that joy and it is the same Swami wanted to fill Mrs Ratanlal with that joy with that happiness and that is how he gave her so many opportunities very very precious opportunities and each of those chances she took it and she made the most of it because right from that first darshan that she had of Bhagwan in 1965 
she had absolute conviction in swami's divinity and from then on she felt that i belong to him and everything she did was in that mindset of pure dedication pure connectedness pure feeling that he is mine that i am there only for him i will do anything for his happiness everything was coming from that kind of an ocean of absolute submission absolute love deep love intense affection for bhagwan and this is what endeared herself to the lord more and more as swami gave opportunities she knew how to make most of those chances and that is how she became almost a permanent member of bhagwan's entourage wherever swami traveled beat parthi brindavan nooti anywhere and she always took charge of swami's kitchen and that was just one of the things she did so many other tasks very important tasks of bhagwan's mission but the kitchen was the priority in fact in the last episode i also told you how bhagwan when was not inclined to eat on some days it was the motherly persuasion of mrs ratan lal which did the magic no one else other than mother ishwara probably could have achieved that but she could do it i also told you how she trained mrs vidya shrinivas and the wife of late mr vishni was on the former all india president of satya sai organizations because whenever swami visited chennai mrs vidya used to look after bhagwan's food and his physical well being and at that point in time mrs ratanlal trained her very well and even then she would never leave everything even though uh, mrs vidya and others would serve bhagwan she would always be there and in fact she would still do the shopping she would still personally select the vegetables she would all the time be there just to see that nothing ever goes wrong because when it comes to bhagwan it has to be always the best and she knew that swami never liked anything to be delegated to a third or fourth person she always knew that if swami gave any work to someone swami expected that person to do it not to subdelegate it and mrs ratanlal was an example of it everything she would do herself because everything for her swami has to be perfect there cannot be flaws there cannot be compromises in fact when we spoke to mr vishnuvasan a few months before he actually left his body he said that when we hear the stories of karnam subamma swami's foster mother who looked after bhagwan in those years when bhagwan was a toddler and teenager mr vishnuvasan said that when i hear all those tales i feel Mrs Ratanlal belonged to that league because that was a commitment that was a deep love deep purity and deep understanding of bhagwan's needs well i have mentioned this before mother ishwarama left her mortal coil in may 1972 we celebrate ishwarama day to observe this day and mrs ratanlal started cooking for bhagwan in december 1971 so it was all so beautifully timed by the lord all the chosen ones who have to play a significant role in his mission on may 6th on radio sai we uploaded a very beautiful song composed by a sai brother from hyderabad prashant vihari who is currently learning music in ar rahman academy in fact this is his first work and he so much wanted to do something for madhuri shramma as a dedication to bhagwan before he begins his musical adventures and the lyrics of this song was written by another sai brother Kaladhar from Hyderabad and both of them worked on it for months and on the Shrama day we had this on our website and we had so many people who have loved this composition who loved the tune the tune has a very contemporary feel and the lyrics are very moving 
So maybe we should just soak in this song for a little while and think about the deep commitment, the deep love that all these servitors of Bhagwan, Madhuri Sharamma, Adar Subamma, to Mrs. Ratanlal had for Bhagwan and express our gratitude to the Lord for blessing us with such opportunities to know about Him, to know about His glory and bless us with that kind of love, that kind of commitment, that kind of dedication.
by brother prashant vihari from hyderabad just like madhuri shorma was always concerned not just about food but every aspect of bhagwan's life his clothes his travels his rest just like a mother would do it was the same with mrs ratanlal in fact on one occasion the governor of karnataka mr govind narin had invited bhagwan to the rajbhavan and as swami was leaving mrs ratanlal realized that swami's robe is crumpled so she stopped bhagwan and said swami you please wait let me iron this for you it is not nice for you to go to the governor's house like this and swami obliged in fact there are many instances like this perhaps there have been umpteen such stories but what we know probably are just a couple another time swami had left for parthi from brindavan and mrs ratanlal had stayed back and whenever swami left swami would properly put the bed spread on his mattress on the cot and then you know he would put the pillow and he would cover everything and leave and that evening after bhagwan left mrs ratanlal went to swami's room because now that swami was not there she could go to his room and now she thought that you know she will check bhagwan's room if everything is okay and when she saw the bed and she removed the bed spread to her surprise she found that the whole place is dusty so she removed the cover completely and there she saw that there was actually a hole in the mattress she was so shocked so horrified to see that she said how could somebody be using a mattress which has a hole why does he not say anything he never mentioned about it he never complained nothing no one knows that you know somebody is sleeping on this kind of a bed no one knows because also no one enters his room and he would not tell anything to anyone about himself So Mrs. Ratanlal was so upset. He immediately went to the city and she got a mattress, and it was bothering her so much that we sleep on such decent mattresses. How could Bhagwan sleep a mattress like that? So she just replaced it. And next time when Bhagwan came to Bandhavan, Swami saw that there is a new mattress there, and immediately Swami sort of fired her. What right do you have to do this? and mrs ratanlal said swami you tell me what wrong have i done 
स्वामी हमने क्या गलत कर दिया है दैट इज द ओनली थिंग शी सेड इवन दो स्वामी टू बी वेरी एंग्री सी सर स्वामी यू टेल मी वॉट मिस्टेक आई हैव डन हाउ कैन यू लिव लाइक दिस स्वामी हाउ कैन वी सी वी कैनॉट बेयर टू सी यू स्लीपिंग ऑन ए मैट्रेस विच एज ए होल यू टेल मी वॉट मिस्टेक आई हैव डन एंड स्वामी वॉज सो टच्ड बाई हर लव बाई हर सिंसियर कंसर्न बाई हर प्योर अफेक्शन फॉर भगवान दैट स्वामी स्वामी आफ्टर दैट ब्लेस्ड हर एंड स्वामी टोल्ड हर टू टेक पार्ट नमस्कार accepted that mattress so that is the kind of soul mrs ratan lal is there was another instance again from those times just like swami never bothered about his anything about his robe about his bed even in those days it didn't matter to bhagwan how he was eating swami used to eat from plantain leaves he never had plates and there were only ordinary stainless steel tumblers which he used for water or coffee and some would not give them permission to buy anything fancy so he is very particular he didn't want any money to be spent on him in fact with a lot of difficulty mrs ratanlal got his permission to buy some simple plates and glasses and in those days swami's house had bare floors and vrindavan especially used to become very cold in those days it was really outskirts of the city there was vegetation all around so if you step your feet on the ground itself in swami's bungalow it would be biting cold and especially in winters it would be numbing and so mrs ratanlal thought that it would be good to put a carpet there and put some coir mats on the floor in other rooms at least in the interview room is better to have a carpet so there was a devotee from uh, from the west indra devi who was a yoga instructor and very close to bhagwan in those days so she had brought some carpets along and she said that she has in fact told bhagwan she has asked bhagwan's permission and she said that swami has told i can give it to you so she gave it to mr ram ramam who was a caretaker of the brindavan ashram then and mrs ratanlal was there and she said you please put this carpet in the bungalow so mrs ratanlal felt this is fantastic this is what they were thinking they should do something like this and the carpet has come so they just put the carpet and uh, bhagwan returned from parthi in 4 days and as soon as swami stepped into the residence swami saw the carpet right in front of it it was at the entrance of the house and swami immediately called ram brahmam and said what is this and ram brahmam said swami i don't know amma knows he referred to ratanlal amma so swami called the student and said call ratanlal so she came and uh, now swami asked her what is all this and mrs ratanlal looked at mr ram brahmam and said why don't you tell swami that indra devi had come and she said that she had brought this carpet that she has swami's permission for us to use why don't you tell all this to swami and then when she told all that swami now raised his voice even further and said who are you what business have you got to take a carpet is this your house is this your grandfather's property is this your father's property you can take whatever you want and you can use whatever you want you don't even think that you should ask me before accepting anything anybody will give anything in my name and you will accept everything is this your house and swami said see when you are small children when your parents go out of the house what do they tell you they tell you to bolt the door don't open the door even if anyone comes don't allow anyone in don't listen to anyone don't accept anything and they will tell you that if anyone comes tell them that parents are not there and that they should come later when parents return i'm said you should have told her the same thing how can you accept when i am not there mr ram brahmam and mrs ratan lal they didn't know what to do they just fell at bhagwan's feet and they were crying and swami said you can't behave like this you can't use your own discretion and judgment when it comes to swami's house and then swami calmed down and swami said 
in the future never allow anyone to come into the house when i am not there if anyone comes you have full right to say that you have no permission and most important don't take anything from anyone don't listen to anyone and then they prostrated at bhagwan's feet and after that swami pacified them and it was all fine but it was a very very important lesson for them to learn and mrs ratnalal says you know even if we had to buy 10 glasses and put it in the cabinet we needed swami's permission in fact with a lot of difficulty she could buy some plates those days if guests came there were no proper plates and swami said it's okay you can give them paper plates and then mrs ratnalal would tell swami no swami it won't look nice they are your guests you are bhagwan swami sometimes things fall out of the paper plates let us get some plates let us get some glasses so in those days with lot of persuasion she was able to buy these simple things because swami was very particular about the money that was being spent he did not want anything especially when it came to himself he did not want anything to be spent you know for others he would spend thousands but for himself he never wanted a single rupee to be splurged when he says i don't waste money swami lived that life all the 86 years and mrs ratnalal who watched all these at close quarters she learned her lessons of how to live with swami how swami never likes to accept anything from anyone how he is extremely particular about every single rupee spent and like this there were so many learning experiences so many tests and all this happened in the 70s in fact one of the very first challenges she went through happened in 1972 there was one big test which sort of laid the foundation for many more to come and all these went a long way in strengthening her soul and taking her to her ultimate goal so in 1972 there was a summer course the first summer course on indian culture and spirituality and after the summer course happened swami left her puttaparthi immediately generally this happened in the summer months april may and mrs ratnalal was in puttaparthi on a weekend trip and she was informed that swami is returning to brindavan the next morning and that she should join swami's uh, travel party so for the early morning departure she prepared breakfast for everyone so she had to work all through the night because it was suddenly this uh, news came so she worked in the night and she prepared breakfast for everyone and she knew that you know whenever swami goes to brindavan many times she would stop on the way and there would always be guests with swami so she has to prepare food for people who will be there in at least 3 4 cars which means there could be 20 to 25 people and you know sometimes swami will want to give some prasad to somebody else and you don't know who else will suddenly show up and many times swami would come and ask do you have some extra food swami would say no i want to give this prasad so given swami's ways and given his uncertainty and given his giving nature there has to be always enough food so a whole night you know she prepared this food for 25 people so the next morning they started from parthi to bandavan and uh, for some reason swami did not stop that day anywhere even though she had prepared all those things to be taken on the way swami went straight to bandavan and it was already noon and with swami were four guests mr and mrs nakul sen who the governor of goa then and mr and mrs kamani in the earlier episodes i have shared with you the story of mr kamani how he merged with bhagwan during the sara time of 1972 the one who actually contributed to the building of the purnachandra auditorium so these two couple they were with bhagwan and swami told mrs ratnalal that you know you have to serve them lunch and dinner today because swami brought them with him 
to Brindavan from Parthi. And in those days, there was no canteen, no proper arrangement. So Swami said, you have to prepare food for them for their lunch and dinner. And they will leave for their flight the next day morning. So you please serve them breakfast also before they leave for the airport. So Mrs. Ratanlal was already, she had a busy night. Apart from preparing food for Bhagwan, now she had to prepare food for these two distinguished guests. So she was busy throughout the day preparing food for Swami, for these guests. And you know, the whole day, she didn't really eat well that day. It was just work, work, work. So she served them lunch, she served them dinner. The next morning, she made breakfast for them and the guests had everything and then they left to the airport and only when they left for the airport, that's when she thought, you know, she will just go take a shower and her head was aching. She just wanted to, you know, feel fresh. So she just came out of the shower and she was still drying her hair and there was a knock on the door. A student says that Swami is calling you. And she just rushed, she just quickly wore the sari, wrapped a towel around her wet hair and she went to Swami's presence. Swami was there in the, in the residence on the top floor and she stood down. Swami said, we are leaving at 9am. You make sambar rice and curd rice for 25 people. Imagine, she just finished, she didn't even have time to breathe till now. And Swami says, we are now leaving. She had already made breakfast and Swami says, I didn't have the breakfast. I'm sending back the breakfast. I will come and have the breakfast in your house. And after that, we will go. And this is a trip for four or five days. So you pack all your clothes. And the moment, you know, she heard all this, there was a lot of concern on her face because she was thinking how to suddenly make curd rice, especially for 25 people, because where did you get curd? And even before she could say anything, Swami said, I have made arrangements for the curd. You don't worry. I will send you uh, yogurt. You just pack clothes for the trip. So she immediately came back home and she started working, started preparing the rice for the sambar rice. Swami immediately came and then she had to now serve Swami. So she took out all the silverware that she used to keep, you know, silver tumblers and silver plates for Bhagwan. And she laid the table and Swami had the tiffin. And then Swami, as he was leaving, Swami said, I'm going now. You should come. She said, Swami, please, you know, you give me 20 minutes because I cannot uh, leave all the silverware just like this. I have to clean them. I have to keep them in the cupboard. You just give me 20 minutes. You tell me in which direction you're going. I will catch up with you. And Swami said, okay. I'm going towards Coca-Cola factory on the Mysore road. I'll wait for you there. And Swami left. And Mrs. Ratanlal knows that you know, whenever Swami goes in these road journeys, he will want to give people snacks during the travel. So she has to have enough of all that food in tins. So she had made something and she told one of the boys to take this container and keep it in Swami's car. And then the boy took that container and then, you know, she packed the bags and she took five sets of her clothes and uh, she was rushing to leave because Swami would be waiting for her. That's what Swami told her, I will wait for you. Now, her driver who was watching all this and who had seen that how Mr. Ratanlal has been working last two days without sleep, without rest, he went and quietly he made nine or ten potato parathas and he packed them in a box and he gave the box to Mr. Ratanlal said, Amma, you please keep this carefully. Whenever you get a chance, you eat something. Otherwise, what will happen to your health? I know you must be very hungry. Whenever you get a chance, you keep this for yourself. So, Mr. Ratanlal took that box and, you know, she started and she met Bhagwan. Bhagwan is waiting there as he had told. So, from there on, they went together. And after a while, the journey stopped and Swami asked her, where are the snacks? 
No, Swami had not told her, but it was understood that she should be having snacks because Swami may want to give people. And she said, Swami, I have kept it. It is there. I gave it to the boy. It must be in the car. Swami said, no, it is not there. She said, Swami, please permit me. I will check. Because I had told that boy Tarun to put it in your car before your departure. Can I search the car, Swami? Swami said, okay, go ahead. So she searched the car and she found the box in the boot of the car. So when she was doing that, Swami saw that she was holding something in her hand. So Swami said, what is this? She said, Swami, this is a box of paratha, Swami. Swami said, oh, parathas. And so Swami took that box from her and the box had nine parathas and Swami promptly took one one paratha and gave it to the students there. There were eight boys. So each one got a paratha. There was the ninth paratha left which Swami had himself and then everyone got into the car and that's it. The journey continued. You know, in the name of searching for the snacks, Swami snatched away her parathas and the journey continued. And now Mrs. Ratanlal, who was so hungry, you know, didn't have anything to do. And to make matters worse, in her car was Diana Royden, uh, a devotee from the West, with her little daughter, Christina. And this Christina was carrying a packet of biscuits and she was happily munching. And you know, so hungry was Mrs. Ratanlal, her head was aching. And she asked this little girl for some biscuits and she got in, in her playful, you know, childishness. This girl said, no, I won't give you my biscuits. And imagine Mrs. Ratanlal's plight. She didn't have a moment of rest and she's hungry. As this was happening, suddenly Swami stopped the car and Swami wanted to have a picnic on the roadside picnic a few kilometers before reaching Mysore. And that is when she discovered that, you know, there were only two small flasks of water in Swami's car. She had packed more water, but somehow the boys had forgotten to load that water in their car. And so she thought, oh my God, we just have only two flasks of water. How are we going to manage? She went and told Swami, Swami, we have to use the water very judiciously because we have only very little water. But nobody listened. You know, all the members of that uh, party, they were consuming water generously. And I think probably Swami never told anyone anything. And so by the time Swami finished food and Swami wanted water, there was no water. And Swami expressed his unhappiness. You know, every time Swami would look at Mr. Ratanlal as if like, how have you arranged all this? You're supposed to be responsible. That kind of look Swami was giving her. And she was like, Swami, why are you doing this? And she said, Swami, why don't you send some boys to fetch water? Swami said, where, where should I send them? Swami said, no, no. I said, Swami, you are all-knowing. Swami, you know where water is. But Swami didn't send the boys. And that's it. There was no water. And the journey continued. And at night, 9 p.m., they reached Mudumalai. And the person who was waiting for Bhagwan there, one Mr. Nanjan, who was actually from Uti, he had no idea about, you know, how many people are there in Swami's party. It was not the days of mobile phones. He had no clue that, you know, he has to really prepare food for all these people. So when all these people landed there, that person was absolutely unprepared for so many guests. But all these people, they had to have dinner. So Mrs. Ratanlal told Swami, Swami, don't worry, I will prepare something. So he, she immediately prepared dinner for the entire party. So they had dinner and then the journey continued and finally they reached Uti. And Swami stayed in a house which belonged to Krishnamachari and that house was locked for many years. So they had to literally dust that house for Swami to stay for two days there. So every time they go somewhere, something is happening which is actually very disturbing. And in fact, after two days, when Swami was about to leave, this person said that Swami, he was actually looking to sell the house. And Swami said, oh, is it? Swami said, I will buy the house. And Swami stayed for one more day and Swami bought the house and Swami immediately announced that he was going to start a school 
in Uti. So that is how the Uti school started. I mean, the genesis of the Uti school. But, you know, Mrs. Ratanlal was so unhappy with everything that had happened because every time Swami was unhappy, Swami was angry, Swami would always look at her and she would always feel that, I mean, why am I being held responsible for things that are beyond me? for which I have done no wrong, you know, she felt that is not my work responsibility. I mean, how am I to ensure that this person in Mudumalai arranges the dinner? I had no clue. How, how am I to ensure that the person in Uti keeps the house in order? How am I to ensure that the boys don't forget to take water? Why am I being blamed for everything that I have not done? So this was, you know, bothering her so much. And she had this habit of to sit in prayer and meditation every day. And the images that used to flash in her mind was all these moments of unhappiness. Swami being unhappy with the food, Swami being unhappy with that accomplished, Swami being unhappy with no water, all those things. And this turmoil in her continued for so many days. And suddenly one day, one thought erupted as she was reflecting and that was ego. Somehow that ego kept repeatedly coming, echoing in her ears. And then... As she ruminated on the sequence of events from the start, you know, from the time she left from Puttaparthi to Vrindavan and then the sudden journey to Mudumalai and then to Uti, she started thinking, how did all this happen? Where did she get that energy? Whole night she cooked, the next day again she had to cook, again the next day she had to cook and continuously unexpected and she cooked for so many people every time new challenges and she started thinking, how did I do it? Who did it? Did I really do it? Can my hands really make all this? Is there really that much energy in me? She started ruminating on this and then she thought, I am getting all these thoughts because I am thinking of this as my work and I am thinking of this as different from his work. I am thinking, I have to do this. And then those thoughts came. Wasn't he doing everything? Because the moment she had a concern or how will she make her try, Swami immediately, even before she said anything, Swami said, I will arrange for the curry, don't worry. So he knew everything. He was the one who was making everything happen. But when you are in the flow of doing this, you think you are doing, you are doing. So that thought kept coming in her. That all these negative emotions she was getting because she was thinking that she was the one who was doing. And she says that you get tired, you get upset. If you react and respond to Bhagwan in a human way, because Swami also will always act human. If you respond to him as if he's a human, then you are bound to get dejected, you are bound to get upset, you are bound to be frustrated, you will not know how to do, what to do. But if you think of him as divine, then you immediately will realize that you are not the doer. And when you realize that you are not the doer, then everything just gets sorted out. Only when you are conscious of the fact that you are dealing with God, then only that attitude will come that I am not the doer, he is the one. And when that happens, then everything gets sorted out. In fact, once that realization started coming in her, then she used to have more energy. She used to have the right attitude to do Swami's work. And then Swami, later on, becomes slightly easy. In fact, Swami himself would come to her and say, whenever they have to travel, Swami would say, can I trouble you? You must be very tired, no? You will get very tired. And Mrs. Ratanla used to say, Swami, who am I to get tired? Who is actually getting tired? It is you who is getting tired, Swami. Because you are the one who is doing everything. I am not doing anything. That is what gave her the energy to do Swami's work. It is easy to say that Swami is God. But to learn to live it in every moment. Especially 
when it comes to very stressful moments when it comes to the crunch that is the true test of a devotee to be not be enveloped with the maya and to always keep your focus because if our relationship with him is all the time at that level then guidance will come right thoughts will come your body will feel energized because to do lord's work what you need is not just physical preparedness or mental preparedness you need that spiritual preparedness it took her days of prayer and meditation to understand that it was this ego in fact when this thought came that it was the ego initially she did not accept it she thought no i am not egoistic why is this ego keep coming again and again in my meditation i am not egoistic but next day she realized that it's not about she not being egoistic it is the feeling that she is an efficient worker that itself is ego the feeling that she is doing if that is not ego then what else is it is so once that feeling goes then you know you become a medium for the lord and that is how she was able to respond to bhagwan that is how she was able to get all the energy and get the right thoughts to do bhagwan's work because to do bhagwan's work what you need is not mental faculties what you need is spiritual awareness because all the strength ultimately has to come from the soul not from the mind and the body when the soul is connected then the body and mind just work as if they are being carried along in fact there are so many such instances once just before the start of the 1973 summer course the next year she one day saw that swami was sitting alone and swami was seemingly looking very anxious so she went to swami and she said swami is there any problem and swami said the summer course students are going to come and the rice has not yet arrived that day evening the summer course was starting actually the rice has not yet arrived because the truck got stuck in some landslide on the route so swami was looking very concerned and mrs ratnalal said don't worry swami swami i will do something swami i will try to take care of the problem and even though she had no idea what she is going to do how she is going to do she just wanted to say that because swami looked concerned she said swami i will do something so she immediately called her travel agent she didn't know many people in bangalore but somehow she sent her driver and so she sent them to the city market in bangalore and told them to bring whatever rice whatever curds whatever is there she needed a milk powder also for to make coffee so the driver came and brought the provisions to make dinner that night so that night dinner was under control even if those trucks didn't come mr natanlal managed it so once the dinner was everything ready then suddenly at 8:30 in the night it struck to her what about the breakfast the next morning when she was so busy thinking about the dinner that she didn't think about the next day so she had forgotten about breakfast so she again asked swami and swami said yes he says you have to prepare breakfast so she again arranged for uh, rava to make upma the next day and in whatever is needed for the next day breakfast then she told swami the next day that swami i hope the food arrangements for the rest of the summer course is taken care of swami said no you only manage she had no idea that she has to actually do the entire food arrangements for the entire summer course and she didn't know how she was going to do it she needed regular supply of fresh vegetables she needed milk she had to purchase large quantities of all these things because some of course perhaps had you know boys and uh, perhaps only boys i don't know if girls i think girls also were there boys and girls from all over india they came for this and so she has to have these negotiations with the farmers around beltur the, the village near whitefield 
so that she gets this fresh supply of uh, vegetables and then she talked to Mr. Java of the Joy Ice Cream so that she can get some fresh milk. So somehow she was able to manage to get the food materials for the summer course and three weeks into the summer course and she was she was managing it. She was managing it well and one day, you know, when she was serving Swami, that thought came in her that I don't know how all this would have happened if I was not there. I mean, if that night Swami was so tensed and if I had not volunteered to help, I don't know how this summer course would have happened. So that thought just came to her that without she taking the initiative, all this would not have happened. But that thought came and of course she let it go. And then after Swami left, uh, she went and served the other guests. And when she was serving the other guests, suddenly she was struck by a sudden spasm in her back. And she could not move with great difficulty. She was able to go back to her room and she was advised complete bed rest. And imagine, she was asked to take complete rest. She was out of action for the rest of the summer course. She was the one who used to cook and for Swami, she would help with everything, look after the, all the food arrangements and suddenly, she was just in supine position. She couldn't do anything other than just lying down. For six days, she was not able to move. She could not see Swami. She couldn't do anything. Swami was, of course, lovingly asking everyone about her condition. And on the sixth day, Swami came to her house. Swami created Vibhuti and rubbed it on her back. And two hours later, all the pain went. All the pain was gone and she was again able to move her legs. And by the evening, she was able to move. She was able to walk. And that day, sitting from her house, from the window, she heard Bhagwan giving a discourse. And that is when she realized why all this had happened. Because to serve the Lord, you just don't have to be physically or mentally alert all the time. That is there. But what is most important is you should be spiritually alert at every time. She had suddenly got that ego that without me, what Swami would have done, without me, how this summer course would have happened. When that thought had come, it is because of that she realized that suddenly that spasm came. Because the Lord is interested only in ensuring that we become more purer and purer because only then we'll become close to Him. To all the time know that you don't know what is going to come next. For a Sai soldier, one has to be always be prepared, not just physically and mentally, but spiritually. Spiritually, all the time, spiritually be prepared. She says, our engagement with Swami should not be out of fear. It should be on constant awareness. It should be a spiritual cautiousness, a spiritual consciousness all the time. That whatever happens to accept as His will and to know that He is the one who is doing it. Never ever have the feeling that I have done anything. And of course, when you are serving with Swami, you can get into that maya. You can get into that feeling that Oh, without me, this seva could not have happened. Without me, how this function could have happened? Without me, who would have organized all this? It's because I took that initiative that this has happened. We fall into this trap time and again. And Mrs. Ratnalal's experience, Swami is teaching us all the time. And when you read the lives of such people, you get live examples of what you should be careful about on the spiritual path. Because you have to all the time know that He is the one who is Antaryami, who is there within all the time watching, all the time seeing. Are you just doing the work for the sake of doing work? Is the work contributing to your ego or is the work purifying your ego? Because Swami is interested only in that. To all the time remember that the Lord is Antaryami, the Lord is Parabrahma, He knows everything.
if we can do everything with that consciousness that will take us closer and closer to god antaryami sai
in fact i remember talking once to mr chiranjeev rao the former caretaker of the prashant nilaya ashram and he once said that only thing he used to always remember in his mind while serving bhagwan is swami your god swami your god that is the feeling that was all the time steady in his mind and that is what gave him that chance to serve bhagwan for so many decades you may not have physical competence you may not have intellectual ability but if you have that faith if you have that spiritual awareness and if you have that connectedness then you automatically qualify to become the lord the lord qualifies you even if you don't have the ability the lord qualifies you for the job because this is the fundamental trait to be the lord servant so dear listeners in the future episodes of outside inside deep inside i'll share with you much many more instances of this spiritual development of the soul because when you look at instances in mrs ratan lal's life you find this constantly happening how swami was constantly elevating her consciousness and because she was so attuned to it she made the most of her physical proximity with bhagwan she was only growing in her spiritual awareness and that's how in her final moment she was so suffused with bhagwan and all the time she used to only say this who am i to do anything who am i to do anything it is you it is you swami it is you that was the feeling that she was all the time saying i was fortunate to speak to her during the last few moments last few days we'll come to those episodes we'll reflect on her final journey also but before that i will share with you many more such tests that she went through and how each test was so powerful there could be tests which can actually break you but they are not breaking you they are only making you making you a better instrument so we'll come to that in the future episodes of outside inside deep inside i'm team leader size bishu if you have any queries or comments on this program please feel free to write to us you can write to listener@radioside.org or if you want to write personally anything to me you can write to bishu b i s h u @radiosai.org thank you so much for being with us during this program and we hope that swami fills us with that kind of faith and commitment so that we too shine and deserve to be his chosen ones thank you so much sano prema swarupulara embodiments of love shanti ni lopala unnadi kaani baita ledhu peace is within not outside outside no peace only pieces sairam you just heard an episode of our program outside inside deep inside this was a segment of radio size thursday live hosted by bishop prushti and today's episode was first broadcast on 10th may 2018 dear listener you can email us your feedback as always to listener@radiosai.org you can also whatsapp us to this number 9393258258 thank you and sairam